ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Society 13 Podcast Network. Redefining Podcasts. Society-13.com. I like to listen. You want to see something really scary? You bet. Music. Horror. Art. Politics. And overall badass. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. For real. On Society 13 Networks. Everyone, and now your host, David Fairhead. Anthony works in the grocery store. Seven Hispanics for some day. Sergeant Olivia in the beat. Why? Because it's Kettle Whistle Radio.
Oh, good. Sorry about oh, that. good. It's one of my least favorite people in the world calling in while I was improving. That's okay, though. Yeah, right, improving. No, your improvs are scripted. All right, fart master. Who? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you want? See, he's proud that of that. See, he's proud of that. That's right. I'm a legend in my own mind. <laughs> An ass. Salon Sangaris. Salon Sangaris. What's up? What's up, David Fairy Darkhead? Oh, that's so mean. That's so mean. It's also very racist. It's, right now, since I have a huge scar on my right side of my face. Yeah, man. Why? Uh, What'd you do? <laughs> yeah, we'll just leave that for the next show. Uh, question is, what did you do? Or what are you doing? By the way, we just... We, There's a yellow jack in my face. Hold on. All right, cool. Okay, that's on. awesome. <laughs> hey, that's kind of our first hang. Uh, I got bit by a yellow jacket in my mouth, if you recall. Yes, you were having your root beer, I think it was. Yes. And, uh, and uh, there happened to be a nice big old yellow jacket's nest right above our head. Yep. And you were sitting there gabbing it up, and you took a nice little sip, and the yellow jack just didn't want to be in that fairly dark cave of your mouth. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a convention, uh, Living Dead Weekend, uh, a year ago, I guess, two years ago. I don't know. 20, 2017, yeah. Mm. I mean, 2015. Yeah. And literally, uh, unbeknownst to me, a yellow jacket crawled into my hard root beer bottle that was provided by none other than uh, our, our buddy. You were there. I was there. No, no, no. You don't remember who gave us the root beer? <laughs> he's... Nah, well, sort of, but no. He's in our book, too, and he wrote one of the best stories in there. I don't want to get into it, but I don't. You don't. Oh, anyway. I can't believe you don't remember. I'm going to have to edit this out. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Rich Bottles Jr., who also contributed to Fiends of the Flesh. And that's why we're talking to Salon Sangaris. But Rich Bottles Jr. brought the root beer that day that attracted the bees. And to make a long story short, one crawled in my bottle. I took a huge swig. Realized something didn't taste right, and the damn thing, the fucking bug, was drunk enough to sting me, but not hard in my bottom lip. So I was able to like, I, I was able to spit him out, crush him, pull the thing out of my lip, and still do the show without anything happening because the venom didn't take it didn't take place. But you you made the no. fine comment. You're like, damn, I wish it would, because your face would have blown up like a zombie. And I, 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 thanks, Alon. <laughs> yeah, sounds like you, right? You would have fit right in with the zombie walk, or or you would have fit in with the pet walk. You would have <laughs> looked like a platypus. Uh, it would have been bad, but I can't believe. Uh, yeah, I got lucky. I got lucky that time. But goddamn, drinking a, a bee sucks. Anyway, moving yeah, on. No doubt, I'd rather just drink the honey. But yellow jackets don't do honey. They're just assholes. They're just assholes. Yes. Complete assholes. Like us. And, and by the way, folks, you just heard Hot Coffin, great punk rock band. And you, you ha the song you heard was Salt Away. You've got to hear the rest of their stuff. Hot Coffin freaking rocks. I'm just going to leave it at that. This guy I got on the phone here, not only does he write, he plays bass. What is going on with that? Well, right now, I'm kind of taking a, a hiatus from any kind of major band stuff. Ew. Because, uh, oh, oh, uh, oh. It's, it's, it's all good because, as you know, yeah, I'm relocating. I thought you said hyphalatus. Okay. 
Yeah, it's a hyenas. Oh, sorry, didn't mean to say that. Yeah, I walked right I into that. To keep it. Yeah, and uh, with, with, uh, it looks like when all is done and done and I'm settled, I got a gig with uh, Chuck Corby. <laughs> he was one of my first shows, man. Chuck Corby, friend yeah. of John Russo. Dude can sing, man. Yep, and he came, he came to see me perform one day, specifically to see me perform and to offer me a position in his uh, musical ensemble. And I quote, I'm sick of singing all the lead stuff myself. So, yeah, I'm going to be doing a, a lot of the vocalizing with Chuck Corby. As that's, well as the bass playing. That's awesome. Yeah. You do some uh, 50s doo-wop? Yeah. Uh, and you have a copy of My Uncle John is a Zombie soundtrack, Zombie Doobie, right? Of course. Uh, it was recorded right here in Helm's Deep headquarters. Yes, the vocals were. The vocals. Um, right. You jumped into it. Uh, Solon did what? You did the bass. And did you do anything else in the production? I know there's another guy involved. Yeah, the, uh, Dave... Bodie Sickler did the guitar and drum work and uh, the mixing. I did the vocal, the backup vocals, the bass playing, and a lot of the arranging. And so, what you, yeah. all that, all that background. That's all me back there. Fantastic. No, I mean we sat here. It was. It, it took two sessions. And about six different trials. And uh, the funny story that I don't, I don't think you know this, and I'm staring at it right now because I've done several shows since. And people always ask me, like, what, what's that little airplane bottle of vodka doing right there? You don't drink vodka, and I don't drink vodka. And, um, well, Mr. John Russo, yeah, Mr. Russo himself wet his whistle with that to get his nerves where they want to be. And then he let loose. And honestly, that's where we get Zombie Doobie, which you all, all you guys are going to get to hear today on the show. Uh, and when you see the movie, of course, it. It's, I don't know where it's in the movie. Um, is it? It's in, uh, it's in a couple places in the movie. Okay. It's during the the, uh, the zombie walk scene, the the infamous scene where uh, John Uncle John is uh, canoodling with uh, what's her name? Oh no, uh, Felissa Rose. <laughs> yeah, canoodling. He, he alluded. He alluded to the canoodle. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and and it, it closes the movie as well. So. Fantastic. As well as, as well as that our other infamous track, Beat 'em Burn 'em. So once again, we are part of horror history. We really are, and I'm very excited about that. Yeah, we we are in in the indirect sequel to the original 1968 classic. Yep. And if we have to mention the name of this, then the people who are listening to your show just. Yeah, yeah, we have to we have to allude to the canoodle because uh, I got to tell you, and it happened with you at that show at Living Dead Festival. Um, three kids came up to me, and they were looking at our stuff, our books, our comic books, posters, whatever the hell we had. And yep. I was like, "So you guys are big living like Night of the Living Dead fans?" And the, two of them, there were two of them, but one of them was just kind of like staring at me. He's like, "I've never seen Night of the Living." Dead. Why are you here? Why are you yeah. here? Why? And I, I just, I, I, you know, and some people will tell you, yes, I have a way of turning people away from our my tent, but that one, no, just go home. Well, that that's almost as bad as who's HP Lovecraft. Oh no! You, did I tell you about that one? I was there. 
Yeah. Oh my God. It still happens. I my jaw dropped as much as yours did. Yeah, I, like I think I, I pretty much stopped dead and ended the conversation because I'm like, uh, you know, just look it up. You got some reading to do. Uh, start with Orwell and then go H.G. Wells and then try H.P. if you can. Yeah, the guy, the guy probably thought H.P. meant Hewlett Packard. <laughs> well, they're gone too, aren't they? Jesus. All right. Anyway, so all right, so the band, your band is defunct, but I thought you played some shows. With what? What? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I, I, as I mentioned earlier, the, the band that I have up here in New York, yeah. the Estonia Lizards, right. if we wanted to do a gig, we could. But on my own decision, I really need to, to pack up the house and get ready to go. So the, the music side of my career has, has taken a little bit of a break except to score movies and to do the soundtrack. Um, I've got a, I landed the lead role as a serial killer in a horror short. Yeah, big surprise. Yeah, it's, uh, it's method acting, you know, I just, that's a, it, it's really easy for me to go out and practice because there's a lot of people that, that I wouldn't mind putting under. But that, that, be that as it may, I'm going to be scoring that too. So the music hasn't stopped. Just the band, the band has taken a break right now, and when I settle in the new digs, which by the by is going to be a lot closer to you than New York. Really? Yes, uh, about an hour away from Gary Vincent. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. I, I, right. No, don't say shit on the air. You can't fucking curse <laughs> on the air, all right? Oh, fuck you. So, don't be fucking Ireland. Yeah, whatever, man. Uh, yeah, I, I own the network with one other person, and we can say what we want. Anyway, we're going to get back with Solon. We, we didn't even really get started with Solon, but we're going to get back to him. we got to pay the bills, folks, and uh, stay with uh, – well, you can go if you want. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Looking for a new place to try for date night or just to hang out with the family? Go to someone else's bar located at 3841 Willow Avenue, Pittsburgh, PA. Open Tuesdays to Saturday, 4 to 11. The kitchen is open every night until 11 p.m. Want to try a new brew? Try the Revolving Handle or the Beer of the Month. Food specials include Wing Sale Wednesday, 20% off of 6 or 12 wings and free celery upon request. New items include the Fish Wrap, Grilled Fish, Fresh Cut Fries, Homemade Coleslaw in in a wrap with your choice of sauce. Or the delicious burger quesadilla. Ground Angus beef, choice of cheese, lettuce, tomato, add on any topping you would to a burger. To see more specials, menu, and directions, go to www.someoneelsesbar.com. Someone Else's Bar. Food, drinks, candy. Why go anywhere else? All right, and we're back. Kettle Whistle Radio with Solong Sengaris. And uh, Solong, you should spell your name so people can freaking find you. Yeah, okay, I shall do that. Uh, S-H-I-T-H-D-A-D. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's the wrong one. Again. Uh, <laughs> Solong, S-O-L-O-N, T is in Tom, S-A-N-G-A-R-A-S. Look me up on Facebook, folks. 
You know, he doesn't suck at all. Um, I don't know that from... Anyway, moving on. Um, uh, you're, let's see. you were in my house a couple of times. Come on. Actually, come on. your house was freaking awesome. I love... That was a good time. We went out there and uh, the Friday the 13th festival. We had a blast. Um, oh, yeah. Wait till, wait till you see the new digs, man. It's uh, the, the same theme, just more room, a bigger house. <laughs> well... All right, so I got to see myself on the big screen uh, last week with the movie The Chop by Jack Davis, where literally I'm on screen for maybe three to five seconds. Great death scene. I'm so proud of it. It hurt like hell. 11 takes. And uh, yeah, old man got hurt. And um, uh, from what I understand, from what I understand, you, you just did something too. That's right, sir. I, I think uh, I mentioned it before the break that I landed no I, I mentioned it between the break that I landed the lead role as a serial killer in upcoming horror short called Front Page and I'm going to be scoring that so the, as I said the music is still happening just waiting to settle down before I get involved in another band and um, I think people will be very very impressed with the Front Page uh, in fact if I may, I'd like to put out a call to young ladies between 18 and 30. Hey, slow down there, feller. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's just me. Uh, hey, girls, 18 to 30 in the in the Pittsburgh area. Mike Migliori, let me spell that for you. M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Anthony Migliori, uh, available on Facebook, is looking for a young lady between 18 and 30 to complete the cast so we can finish shooting front page. So if any young ladies are out there listening and are interested in being one of my victims, contact Mike on Facebook as soon as you can. I've got a, I, I've got two dozen in mind, actually. <laughs> two dozen? Two dozen, yeah. Well, need, they would love to do it. I'll need a lot of practice. So uh, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, tell, tell all of them to come out. And uh, I'll be sure to give them a, I'll give them a stab at it. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> oh, my. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. Uh, how do I let them contact you? Did you uh, just email or what? Uh, find Mike Migliori on Facebook and uh, send him a message. Okie doke. Well, there you go, girls. <laughs> when, they, when, they, when they look up his page, or they can find my page, send me a message, and I'll get it to Mike ASAFT. Yeah, I'll work and, on that. Uh, I'll get you covered. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it done. We'll get this thing done, and we're going to make uh, one of your listeners famous. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, famous, uh, definitely a good time. Making a film is a good time. It's tedious work, but the yes, payoff yes, it is. The payoff is great. Oh. But let's. Let, I want to talk about this little thing we did here, all right? Uh, Fiends of the Flesh, this little... Fiends of the Flesh? The, yeah. Fiends of the Flesh. Did you know I did not know what that cover was until I brought it to my chiropractor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do you know that it's actually done... My, John Towers did the cover, and that is actual real meat. He did. He um, somehow filmed steaks and played with steaks and made it look like real flesh. And that's... Well, it is real flesh. But yeah, so you, yeah. you're looking at steak flesh on the cover of the book. Um, I want to talk about your story, I thought, though. Your story, your story. I thought, it was a, I thought the cover was an alien penis. Yeah, well, <laughs> why? I, look at it. Moment I mean, of silence. You give it a quick look, and it looks like, it looks like it, the terror from beyond space's dick. 
Although we did talk about that, it is one. That's one of my favorite movies. It, the Terror Beyond Space. I love that movie. Love that. Love that. Love they uh, somebody's gonna remake it and ruin it, but whatever. Uh, I did see it. it, it I, by the way, God, no, no, hold on a minute. It, the Terror from Beyond Space was remade, and it's called Alien. Oh uh, yeah, kind of sure. No, exactly. Dan O'Bannon and um, uh, Ridley Scott have admitted it that it is it, the Terror from Beyond Space just right. updated. Yeah. Now, let's get back to scenes of the flesh. Doesn't really have I enjoyed that. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to... Actually, your story. Okay, yours stands out because it's completely different. The Watership Down in the Horror Universe. Um, I loved it. I loved reading it. It was fun. It's a nice little break segue between all the hor- other horrific things happening. Did you actually fil- uh, film think about this in your yard that I saw? Because I did when I read it. And it kind of fit perfectly. And where does this come? It's cats versus aliens, folks. Cats and aliens. Yeah. It's, uh, if, if anybody knows me, as you know me, you've been to my house, you've met all my kids. Yes. And those my kids are the stars of the story. Yes. And just the other day, I was in the yard, and I was standing right by the garage, and I was looking at a certain spot in my yard, and that was exactly the spot where the the action took place. I, I'm not going to give it away because people might like to read the story and not the, not have their bubble burst. But we should so go speak. with it that it's very um, the blob in the beginning because this thing is just like there. But man, when it takes form, and it's I love the fact the animals are protecting the people. Mm, the animals actually are protecting themselves. If you look at, if you really, really analyze it, well, the, Dory, right. my my cat, she says, hey, you know, as long as the humans there to take care of us, right. and the words of wisdom from the other guys is, listen, if uh, this thing takes over, there's going to be nothing left. So, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a collaboration, a collaborative effort to defeat this thing. Self-preservation. Yeah, pretty much. It, it, um, personally, I think the kids wouldn't give a flying intercourse if the humans didn't make it as long as everybody gets along and they could have access to food and stuff. Well, yeah, let's but face it, David. They, let's face it. People suck. Yeah, well, I'm with you on that. That's why I do this. Um, but they clearly state <laughs> that they are protecting you. Uh, what do they call? What do they call oh, yeah. the, the, our our human? What do they say? What was that? What do they say? They say like we have to protect our human or our keeper. They our don't say your yeah. yeah our daddy yeah. Which that's I I don't know. Anyway, folks, read the freaking thing. It's a good story uh, among many many dark artifacts within this uh, little compilation. Fiends of the flesh available in Barnes and Noble, and of course at uh, well you want to go to uh, www you want to finish that? No. Burning Bulb. It should be. Right now, the other ones are, but you could, yeah, yeah, just go to Barnes & Noble and Amazon, you know, all the places you can buy the thing. But if you, you want to support horror and indie horror, this is where you go, man. Um, yeah. We had fun. I had fun putting this together. And honestly, when I put it together, my mind was set, and, and nobody understands this. Um, the Fiends of the Flesh are the authors. Uh, I just wanted to get my favorite people together in one compilation 
that can compose. Yeah, compose. And I knew, I knew I would get eight different things, completely different things. And it happened. It doesn't always happen. Well, every time, every time you and I chat, there's always something completely different too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, we... <laughs> what, that's what keeps you on the edge of your seat and on and your finger on the edit button because you <laughs> never know what, what's going to come out of my mouth. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we we actually met a live witch. <laughs> oh please, no! I ran into her at another convention. I know you well. did. I know. I know. Oh my god! But uh, let's see here. Um, all right. We should probably let them hear Zombie Doobie before we close things out here. So I'm gonna, we're gonna, let's let's play Zombie Doobie as featured in My Uncle John is a Zombie with John Russo. This guy over here, Salon Singers, myself. I think I'm in it again, three to five seconds. Um, but <laughs> it, it was fun, and being on a production like that, there's nothing like it. Nothing like that. Oh, and by the way, I watched Uncle John, my Uncle John is a zombie the other day. Your death scene is, I get to shoot you. I know. <laughs> yeah, you blew your brains right out, my brother. Boom. Did, I, did I do good? Huh? Did I do good? You you were good. You, you, you got killed. <laughs> well, I've told the story before, and it's kind of funny. Because I pissed off Rob, the, uh, the, the the cinematographer. What's it? Rob? Robert? What? Rob? Rob Lucas, the director? Yeah, yeah. I pissed him off uh, because I kept falling down too quick, and John yeah. John intervened, and John Russo, he's like, Dave, you're a zombie. You're stupid. You can do this. And <laughs> and sure enough, I uh, well, here's the thing. I still didn't listen to him. I fell too quick, and Rob's like, wait, 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 wait. It's good, but I blew like six blood capsules, like you know, the, yeah. yeah, man, and it, like what was it, Toe Tag Productions that were doing that, and I had the little capsule. I had I had to trigger it myself, but I kept blowing it. I shot my load too quick. Oh my god, you sister! I'm not afraid of the dark, but you. Should be. There are things that's well here in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Still here? Okay. Let's play a game. <laughs> So
zam 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 di du bi zam 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 di du bi zam 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 di du bi zam 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 di du bi zam 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 di du bi zam 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 di du bi zam Love you, darling. Love to munch on you. I want you, darling. To make a bunch of you. I need you, darling. I need to munch on you. Well, come, 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 come into my heart. I need you, darling. I want your body parts. Come here, darling. Let me. Yes, you see, I never hate nobody like you. I crave your body. Yes, I crave your body. Strawberries and whipped cream too. Come, 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 come. Make my dreams come true. I need you, darling. I wanna munch on you. I need you, darling. I'd love to munch on you. I ain't the big bopper. I ain't Elvis Presley. Ain't Chuck Berry neither. This is your Uncle John. I love all the things you got, and I gotta have some. I want you real bad, babe. I want you real bad. Well, I never. Yes, you see, I never ate nobody like you. I crave your body. Yes, I crave your body. Strawberries and whipped cream too. Come, 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 come. Make my dreams come true. I need you, darling. I wanna munch on you. I love you, darling. I'd love to munch on you. Love to munch on you. Love to munch on you. Where's it going? I don't know. Where's it going? Oh, Archie! And that was Zombie Doobie, recorded here at Helm's Deep headquarters. The vocals, Mrs. Salones and Gutters did the bass. Mixing by, say it again. David Bodie Sickler. And, man, <laughs> was that fun. Uh, yeah, so you were doing what? What happened? Oh, I'm sitting here in the parking lot chatting with you, and I'm, I'm about to go to another interview at the local station here to promote the New York premiere of Killer Camp Out, which is happening on the 23rd, and I'm naked, so i got to put my pants back on. So is that how you get all your roles? I'm just curious. <laughs> I mean... Oh, I get a lot of rolls. I get egg rolls. I get jelly rolls. I get stuff like that. But you're but, never, uh, you're never without work. I'll just say that. And and as you know, the movie that you are working on right now is the audition for the next movie, always. Which is always why you have to do leave a good impression. Oh, did I mention that uh, 
No. Oh, okay. I'm in Gee. a movie with Matthew McConaughey called uh, White Boy Rick. And uh, we shot it. We shot it in Ohio. They made Ohio look like early 80s Detroit. And uh, there was snow on the ground, big mounds of snow everywhere. And then it was April. And the movie should be coming out soon. So people look for me as the crackhead. Yeah, I'm so glad you uh, left that out earlier. Thanks. No, that's okay. I'm here now. <laughs> All right, man. That's why I included him in Fiends of the Flesh. I, I, I want to see what he would come up with with Fiends of the Flesh, what he could submit, and his story. What's your story? It is, oh, my God. The story is called Cattails. Cattails. Woo-hoo. Yeah, man. But Cattails is it's just badass. Fun. Just fun. I could see that as like an anime cartoon. Just, oh. Anyway. And I appreciate that. I mean, you know that uh, that story, the, you you inspired me to write this, and that one story is going to be a chapter in a larger book called Cat Tales, The Misadventures of Squeezie McGee. So that's going to be one of the stories that's in there. So my props to you, my big thanks to you, Thank you. for getting me going to... Uh, to do that novel, I got to. I'm going to do that once I'm done with my screenplay and another novelization that I'm working on. But I'm figuring maybe in a year we'll have a full novel called Cattails. Awesome. And uh, and you're you are the inspiration for that, man. Thank oh, you. Oh man, hope I get some creds for that. Uh, no, that, that I didn't think I inspired freaking anybody, but that's all. Nice to hear. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Because uh, honestly, gotta, it does. Lay the props where the props should do, brother. We're in a weird world. I mean, we really are. We don't get paid for our art, and if we do get paid for our art, it's nice. It happens, but um, mm-hmm. inspiration comes from different places these days. And it, it, whether it's each other or a comic book or a blurb on stupid CNN or Fox News, it, it, yeah, it comes from somewhere. But yeah. it, it, uh, thank you. I'm very. Uh, I didn't know. I had no idea. But that's what happens. And- your 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 studio, I I cannot wait to come back and see your studio again because that that little slice of heaven right there, <laughs> I love being in there, sitting on that little couch over there, just looking at all those toys. Man, I am. You want? I, it's not penis envy; it's toy envy. Uh, but what about the paperback novels, man? I've got like, like I said, I got Jaws two, the Boogans. I take pride in my my paperbacks uh, of B movies. <laughs> Jaws two is not a B movie. Oh, but... oh uh, what was I going to say? Uh, have you ever heard of Toothpick World? No. Okay, there's a, a museum in mm-hmm. Syracuse, New York, that features Toothpick World, where they have displays of cities and the Eiffel Tower and landmarks. All made from toothpicks, but there is one display that you will actually clean your jeans over, brother. What? The battle, the battle of indoor. Get the frick out of here! What? Come to, I will, I will, I will text you the photograph okay. of the battle of indoor in toothpicks. Oh man, they got the speeder bikes. What was that? They got the speeder bikes. Uh they have the the. The Walkers, right. the Death Star, they have the actual, the, the people, they have everything over there. Damn. I, you'll, you'll take a look at that photo, expand it, 
and look really close on the ground. And if you could feel free to, to take that photo and post it on your page. Oh, man. Because it's truly, truly an amazing thing. If any of your listeners are in Syracuse, New York, just have them check out Toothpick World. And I'll send you the link, all the information on it, to put it on your wall. It's it's fabulous. Damn. Awesome. Okay, Science yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I want to yeah. see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it on my page. And uh, as you all know, Twitter, at Fairly Dark. It's been blowing up recently. I'm um, not a big Twitter activator, but I do kind of like it. It's it's fun, but it's too too quick for me, not as in-depth. Um, go to my page, folks, www.fairlydarkproductions.com for all the shows. Salon's on there at least six times. Um, and I fart on them, too. <laughs> And yes, we have a live fart that, yeah, well, it did shake the room. It shook the room. Uh, let's yeah, and see. it knocked over a couple of the stuff on your show, yeah. Yeah, some have not been repaired since. Uh, but hey, www.burningbulbproductions, <laughs> folks. No, it's not. It's Burning Bulb Publications. We all do that. It, it's like press we always, but no most of us say press at the end and it's just it's not that even though gary's kind of like yeah it is that but you have to say public <laughs> burning and find all our stuff and let me tell you there's some fun stuff there michelle bowser i gotta give big ups to her because that story has become a favorite did you read it you didn't read it i read yours though and it's very disturbing uh okay yeah you're okay your opening story, yeah, with that spin the bottle thing. Holy smoke, man! I was sitting, I was sitting here in the car reading the story, and I said, "You're a sick motherfucker!" I swear to God. I've heard that several times I'm now. Not, I um, think that is a big compliment because thank you, you got to take it from where it's coming from. I I did pull that from the darkest corners of the universe, but it's, yeah, four serial killers sharing their um their stories, and uh. uh yeah, I don't know where it came from, to be honest with you. It, 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 yes, I, I know where it came from. It's it, 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 from your deep, dark past and your other lives and all that stuff. Yeah, all four of them. <laughs> I'll never tell. But I will say this, in closing, I have to say I enjoyed It, the movie. They did justice to the, they did justice to the book. They changed some things to work for the screen. But damn... I had fun with that movie. Those kids were amazingly perfect. The scenes are right from... I mean, they, they stole things... I forgot. I read it when I was 14. And I read it again when I was 20. Uh, they stole things from my mind, like visions. And it's like, wow, they nailed it. And uh, here's the best part. And I put this on Facebook. And you'll get a kick out of this. Uh, you know, I'm in there with a bunch of Yinzers. Uh, you're not from Pittsburgh. You don't know what a Yinzer is. Uh, pretty much uh, dumb redneck. We'll just go with that. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Is that politically correct? I don't, I don't know. But beyond. All right, so it's a packed theater. Wednesday night. Opening night. And when it, the credits roll, it says, It. Chapter one. And this dude stands up. Stands up. I fucking knew it. I knew they'd ruin it with a sequel. Right. <laughs> Falls on deaf ears. Uh, I just, I, I, like, what? Yeah, it is part one, dummy. <laughs> but it, it, you can, Empire Strikes Back comes out about another year from now or whatever. But the point is, they're kids now. They'll be adults later. You never read a fucking book in your life. And you, what the hell? How, but think about this. 
chapter one. I knew there'd be a sequel. Dude, really? <laughs> chapter one. Is, it's a movie. I just honestly, I, 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 I almost, well, I, I don't want to say. But anyway, um, yeah. Who's yeah. H.P. Lovecraft? Yeah, who's H.P. Lovecraft? Who, who's that guy? Night of the Living Dead, what? Why am I at this festival called Living Dead? So long, you close out, because I'm getting into a bad space right now. You're not in a bad space. You're always in a bad space if you're on the phone with me. Hey, Listen, hey. I'm going I'm to tell your audience that they rock. Anybody who could tolerate listening to me <laughs> on your program, they freaking rock. This and is true. I'm sitting here with my thumb up. Uh, Fairly Dark Productions, David Fairhead, Kettle Whistle Radio, you rock, brother. Thank you for the opportunity to be on your airspace, and thank you for inspiring cattails. Yeah. That novel will be dedicated David Fairhead. I fucking love it. Thank you so much, man. I, I'm glad that could happen because it did happen. Gary did it for me with uh, The Fall of Tomorrow. He's like, can you develop that story that was in the big book of Bizarro into a mm-hmm. book? And it happened. So I'm glad I could do that for someone else. If I could do that for multiple people, let me know. I, I don't know if I do that for anyone. But um, yeah. Hey, man. Thank you. And I, can't, I look forward to that book. And I look forward to hanging out with you when we uh, when we settle in the new gigs. Okay, are, are you rolling papers right now as we speak? Just curious. Am I what? It sounds like you're rolling papers. Rolling papers? <laughs> Do I have rolling papers? No, I don't need that. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> All right. With that, we're going to go, folks. You've been introduced to Bonzilla. You know the deal. <laughs> thanks. Implicated. All right. Hey, thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio, folks. Uh, once again, the Salon Sengeres, who always, well, he'll be back. Let's face it. And you want to say good night? Yeah, he doesn't. He, no, he doesn't. Um, and you want to say good night? Good night, Feebles. You guys have an awesome, awesome day. Night, evening, afternoon, whatever day you're listening to this. And if you're a cat lover, let's just say he loves you. Yeah, all my kitties, my kitties. You got to love the little furballs, man. They will save our lives one day. Well, it's been proven. Pick up Fiends of the Flesh, folks. Check it out at Barnes & Noble, like I said, man. Help us out. We got to keep doing this. There's only one way to do it. We need funds. All right. We need people to start reading books again. And thank. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. And, and thanks to John Russo for letting us play Zombie Doobie. And um, you're going to hear Yard Panther, more cat lovers. Yard Panther will take the show out, as they always do. Good night. Have a good night. Oh, David, David, David. Oh, yelling, yelling. What? Uh, The the soundtrack to My Uncle John is a Zombie. Right. We are in prep. We are preparing that. That thing is going to be out very soon. No way. Cool. Yes, yes, sir. I I designed the cover, and I set the, uh, the, the, all the songs in a particular order that's going to excite the, the listening audience, dude, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm very excited. Thank so am I. I can't even move my steering wheel. Yeah, he just threw that freaking spear out there right now. Awesome. <laughs> little anecdote. But yeah, you know, this time we're going to say goodbye for reals until next time. And that's reals as in R-E-E-L-S. That's right, people. Keep it real. Keep it safe and change of the flesh. Boom. And thank you so much, Salon, for coming on.
Have a good night, folks. This time we're actually going to say goodbye and wait for Yard Panther. And if you hit me up, I'll send you stickers because <laughs> they are a real band. And you can check them out on, on YouTube. Two beautiful ladies that I love, uh, Erica and freaking Jessica, sisters. They played in Helm's Deep downstairs, and they are on YouTube. You can check out Cherry Red on YouTube. But uh, we're going to play some Hypnic right now. What do you think? What do you, what do you think about that, Salon? Huh, huh? <laughs> we'll go with that. Good night. Are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the WannaBet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but WannaBet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement. Inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Electricast.